Hello and welcome, welcome to, to the Smut, Smut Show, Show, a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. All right, guys, welcome to the Smut Show. I am Rachel. And I'm Neely. And, and we've got a really amazing show today <laughs> that we're kind of obsessed about. I don't know if you can tell from us trying to both introduce it at the same time. <laughs> we're, we're so giddy. It's like uncomfortable for our guest, I'm sure. Um, so <laughs> things are happening. Things are time, so don't worry. <laughs> so we just have, be uncomfortable. Guys, we are here with Becca Mack today, and I'm going to let Rachel take it. Take it. Okay, so I don't know if I'm going to do this without, like, freaking my face off, but <laughs> Becca is a steamy romance author, obviously, or else we probably wouldn't have her on here. Um, self-proclaimed sarcasm queen, which I'm about, professional procrastinator, also about, and a super fan of dragging her readers through hell and back on the way to a happy ending, which I can say is true, okay? Uh, <laughs> Can confirm. All right. When she's not staring blankly at her computer screen or deleting close to 200 occurrences of the word just from her manuscript, she can be found teaching kindergarten (laughs) in Ontario, Canada, and momming with her incredibly sweet and beautiful little boy and now little girl Mm -hmm. and her animals. And though she's always been an avid reader and forever dreamt of becoming an author, Becca didn't begin writing books until after the loss of her brother. While she loves to include all the fun stuff like heat, humor, alpha men who secretly teddy bears, Mm. uh, her writing comes from a place of heavy emotions and she can't, she often can't resist letting those emotions slip into her pages. We are so excited to be here with one of our Mm -hmm. personal favorite authors. Becca has written two of our favorite books, Consider Me and Play With Me. And like we said, she's a mom of two under two, clearly a rock star. She literally (laughs) just had a baby. And we're just so honored to have you join us, Becca. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah. And so we... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Neely. Go for it. (laughs) I was just going to say... I so I read your books in January. My husband and I mm-hmm. went on a vacation and I saved them. Like it was one of those <laughs> things where I was like, I know I'm gonna love them, but I need I need to be in like a focused environment with a I need to be alone with my husband. I need to be alone with I mean <laughs> we went to Antigua for five days. Oh, and like that's amazing. I don't think he's gonna complain after I read the book. But um <laughs> so like on the plane ride there, it was a long, it was like a nine hour travel day. Oh um, god, that is I nice. read half of consider me and oh, then, like that's I finished impressive it at the beginning. because that's long I was it literally like nobody talked to me um <laughs> I am one of those people on airplanes like I love my husband but we do not talk to each other on flights like we literally mm-hmm. like get into our own worlds we're like okay yeah. like see you when we get there and yeah, no. we just like shut down he will just sit there and listen to like beach boys music and like <laughs> what he calls just like beach laid back music and i'm like no i have to do something productive and so i read yeah he just listens to music the whole that time. Is- whole flight that's sometimes that's he awesome. plays games on his phone or reads reddit okay. but um yeah. or he'll like, i mean he listens to beach music 365 days a year he's he is he's somewhere on a beach permanently okay right. that's a choice that's a choice Good i love him. it Good for him. Okay, so we do every week, we do one star and five star moments. So Becca, 
I want you to tell us your one star and your five star moment from the week. Oh God. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm not even leaving my house right now. really. <laughs> so I don't have a lot going on. Um, that would be a five star moment for me. Not yeah. Really. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Dreams. I don't have to go anywhere. Don't have to interact with people. Um, I don't know. I'm going to probably say my one star is that like, I mean, I've been up since 426 this morning. Oh I know God. the exact time because you know like when you're like nursing them in the middle of the night and then they just I don't know like I'm scrolling my phone and then they keep mm-hmm. falling asleep and getting back up and then at a certain point I'm like well it's too late for me now you're like yeah. I guess I'll start on the coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I've had like several days of those in a row where I just don't go back to sleep after I get up for the middle of the night feed um so that's probably my one star I guess and my five star is just like I'm absolutely loving watching my son be a big brother right now because he is so obsessed with his little sister and um every morning before he goes to daycare he gives her a hug and a kiss and he oh. calls her sis- sister. He says, bye, sister, except he can't say <laughs> S's. So it's bye, yes, sir, with like bye, a Y. Yes, and then he does That's it precious. again at nighttime. He gives her a hug and a kiss. And like the other day, we went out. And when we came home, she was still in her car seat and she was crying. I was like undressing all my layers because it's cold here. And so I couldn't get to her. So he just like got down on the ground and started rocking her in his, in her little car seat. And I was yeah. like, you're just perfect. Oh, Aww. it is. I was telling before we started recording, there's like nothing like watching the older sibling love on the younger sibling. It's yeah. so sweet. And yeah. like eventually when the younger sibling like just literally worships the ground, the older sibling walks on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Like, if my son is doing something, my daughter will do. Like, no matter what it is. Like, he was sitting yeah. on the floor eating a rice cake, and she had to sit right next to him and eat a rice And, yeah, my kids are weird yeah. and eat rice cakes. But I um, love yeah. rice cakes. Like, it's so sweet, though. That sibling dynamic is mm-hmm. really fun to watch. Yeah. I well, Rachel, it. do you want to do your one in five star moment? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just looked at your one star. <laughs> so you just look at my. Okay, so I my one star moment. Listen, Nene is making me read a book, and Becca will tell you what it is later. Um, but it is really sad, and I don't like being sad. And so I'm reading this book, and I'm really sad. And I am eighty eight percent of the way through it. Okay, you're so close, but it is a I'm good book. So close, but I don't have confidence that I won't not be sad at the end of the book. So oh. I'm mad at Neely about that. That's my one. Like it might moment. not have a happily ever after. Okay. So apparently oh, it's close. like, I don't either. Like I did, don't okay. do this. It's There's not the reason I'm angry. It's not that it doesn't have a happily ever after it's subjective. So it's like, oh, no, no, it just no. doesn't have the ending that you probably want it to have, but it's a happy <laughs> ending for the people. Just not yeah. you. So um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but that's where I'm at. So that's how I'm feeling about that. And then five stars, honestly, this is going to sound so cliche. And then Neely and I put the same thing, but we did. We oh, have I the just same five star. five star. We have but the same five star. It's being with be you. Here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, so, I mean, I 
we I'm not kidding you when Neely texted me and was like, Becca Mac confirmed all <laughs> like, caps in our text thread. I was like, Oh shit. I dropped my phone. I was like, Brian, you need to we need to have a happy moment. You have no idea who this person is, like but I need I know. you to celebrate I'm, with me. I'm a, a nobody. So. Uh, okay. Okay, we'll talk about that. It hypes yeah. me up. It, I'm not going to lie, like, our text exchange about it was next level. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my my one star is silly, but um, my kids went back to school today after spring break, and my mm. one star is that all last week when they were home, I did not have to rush to get up in the morning. Um, oh, not, yeah. Granted, my kids get up early. Like, my son is up at 5.30 every day, and my daughter's oh, up at 6.30. And I usually, on school days, I get up and work out before they get up. Um, and so I had to start back doing that again today. No. And it was a challenge. But I did a Broadway. I do Peloton, and it was a Broadway, okay. like, women of Broadway ride. So it was all, like, women That's empowerment fun. Broadway songs. It was actually, like, kind of hyped me up for the day. So it was a one-star having to get up, but it was a five-star ride. Five star five star um, I got it. I just got a Peloton. My six week appointment is tomorrow to get cleared. So I'm determined. You're gonna have to, to text me your Peloton name because I yeah. am a Peloton junkie. It's like I, I got it two years ago. Yeah. As did everyone during the yeah. pandemic, and I was like, "This is gonna be a thing." Like my husband didn't want to do it because he's like, "This is gonna be something our laundry hangs on," and yeah. I am like that person that it is like you know that tiktok like thing where it's like this has become my new personality or like this, yeah, this is my that's me now. with peloton this is that's <laughs> i will work it into like any conversation i find out someone has a peloton and i'm like do you <laughs> i really want to get one we've been looking at so this is like i'm like peloton on a budget <laughs> so like can i get one on facebook marketplace <laughs> of the people who turned people it in selling to... them all the time because i know I there's, them... there's been a lot well, I think I'll. I think before summer happens, I'll end up with the Peloton. I, Hopefully, Peloton, not with those hanging off it. But it changed my <laughs> life. Like truly, I was locked down and not being able to. Like, I am a big fitness is like my mental health break every yeah. day, and it was like a rough go. And Peloton has like changed the game for me when we've had oh, that's like good though bad weather days yeah. or stuff like that. Um, I love yeah. It. Um, and so next week, we talk about a recent book we've loved. So is there a recent book you have read that you've loved? Okay. I Honestly, I'm struggling so hard lately. I've been reading the same book for like a month now. Um, okay. But also, I'm not, like, I just don't really have the time right now. Yeah. Because I'm so, you probably think I'm going to say because I have a baby. But no, because I'm just like trying to write this book and failing. Yeah. So I haven't been reading a lot, but like the last two books that I just like flew through, which is a really good sign for me because I am such a mood reader, which is why this other book is taking me a month because I just mm -hmm. have to be in a mood to um, yeah. finish it, is um, Spring Springtide by Kai Stevens. And I have that on my reading? Kindle to read. No, okay. but I have it on my Kindle. Is it good? It's, I've read it. It's just so fast. Like, mm -hmm. I like I just got, flew through it so fast. I really like, I mean, like, I'm like gonna sound the teensiest bit biased because Kai is a good friend of mine, but I had never actually read her work, even though we are good friends. 
Um, so I read it when it was released and I was like blown away because <gasps> I, I just had no it. idea what to expect. And she's, it was really very, great. very good. Yeah. yeah. Really mm-hmm. great writer. Um, and I don't typically read college romance to be honest with you, because I just find like often, I don't know, it's a little bit immature, um, mm-hmm. which is, I know, ironic coming from me because I wrote Carter Beckett, but, um, he's a the delight. best kind of. Immature. the most immature person ever yeah but like typically just like the like you know conflicts are a bit more immature and stuff like that which is fine and it's you know it's right for their characters but it's just not what I want to read but I yeah. really enjoyed it and then also lovely farms I've heard great things about that I, too it's I mean like that you haven't ever- read them yet Listen, I have a really long TBR, okay? okay. I know. I like keep really adding all one. these books. But it was so good. It was another one that I flew through. Oh, and also, like, if you're on, like, the Mafia kick or whatever, The Sinners Condemned and Consumed, like the Raph and Penny duet. So I haven't Sketcher. jumped to the Mafia. It, it pops up on my um, book talk feed a lot, and I'm like, yeah. will I like it? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there are like some, yes. some mafia ones that are like really, really dark. I don't find this series like dark. It's more like funny to me. Like okay. there's a lot of humor like woven into this, like this duet specifically. Um, because so far there's three books in the series. This the second and third are the same couple. Um okay. it's like super like great. I don't know, super good angst. The smut is top tier. But like, yeah, Raph and Penny are just amazing. So that one's been living like rent free in my head since I read it, which was back in November. Like I'm oh constantly gosh. seeing like TikToks for it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I got to read yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big rereader. So I am too, I... especially if I'm in like a rut. Like I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go That's... back and reread my faves. So we recorded an episode last night about our um, spicy book journeys, um, mm-hmm. which will be out at some point. <laughs> um, we have no idea what order we're releasing these in, yeah. but maybe it'll be before this, maybe after this. Maybe we don't after. know. <laughs> um, but it's funny because I was talking about how, like, before I discovered book talk, really, I literally would just reread like the same couple books because I'm like, I just. <laughs> I just really like them, and there's I clearly really want some smut, and this is all I got. So. This is all you know I what, got. Though, I was the same. So because I didn't know like Bookstagram was a thing, so I started, yeah. I used to read a ton when I was younger, and then I like fell off. And at the end of 2019, I started like I just like went to Indigo, picked up a couple books, and then I started like getting into it, and then I discovered like Helena Hunting who wrote like the Puck series and yeah. she wrote other series that I really liked as well. But I, I ran through her work um, after I read a couple of her books, but she was just so funny. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I didn't know books could be like funny. And I didn't know books could be like, like sexy like this. Yeah. Have you read any she, of Megan she, Quinn's books? I haven't. And I have oh, to, I see. So I know I see so many, like I'm in this. Her uh, books are group. really funny. Yeah, like I funny, smutty. Like, I'm like, oh, I would love this. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm reading one right now. It's a hockey one, and it's I mean, because that's like my whole personality is hockey romances. Yeah, yeah. I was telling Rachel that out of the 21 books I've read so far this year, 16 of them have been hockey romances. As they should. Be. I have a problem, I and I can't. Hockey romances hit all the time. I think. They just and they do. do. 
what's funny is like I have zero desire to watch hockey. I just want to read about hockey players. So what's funny about us is so so we're in Dallas in Texas and like there's a hockey team here, but like yeah, honestly, like on it. Yeah, it, he is. He, he's very pretty. I really like yeah. him. So funny but, story about that. One of the um, dads at Charlotte's preschool is one of the coaches for the stars. Okay, like, can he hook us up? Oh, I would go. Yeah. I would go to watch. But I, we like it's not hockey culture down here. So I think there's also kind of part of like hockey romances for me that's like this is like unfamiliar. Yeah, it's we're so big. I like I'm intrigued. We live in it's um, exotic football world here. It's we're, exotic. It's so exotic. This is clear eyes, full hearts can't lose world down <laughs> yeah. here. Um, Texas forever. But um, yeah. so my book that I read. So I actually because we've recorded so many episodes in the last like week um i'm running out of really recent reads but a book back. I read last month that i loved was the infinity between us by ns perkins and okay. i'd seen it like all over book talk and i'd like added it to my tbr and i was like i'll get there it's very similar to like every summer after love and other words um kind of like a childhood lovers to strangers enemies back to lovers again um this isn't the sad book that you're making Rachel it's not um <laughs> and it's not even so much that it's sad I mean it's just I just like do I want to add this to my TBR <laughs> yeah. or not? Um, I wouldn't say that it's like particularly like super smutty like it definitely has some sex in it but it's really more mm -hmm. sweet um and like, like very that, like um yeah just like the love they had for each other when they were like 18 and you're just yeah. like oh like you feel that like you've been yeah. there and you're like I know like I know that like first love kind of feeling yeah. and yeah. then like their families are best friends and then there's like a thing that happens that like of course oh, tears okay. the family I think this is on my TBR that sounds um, familiar it's really good I <laughs> this is ringing bells I flew through it in like a day and a half and the it's one of the books yeah, I like to say that it's the kind of book I ignore my children for. Like, I'm just like, mm -hmm, yeah, watch some Bluey. Mommy's got to read. <laughs> watch some Bluey. Um, which is like this afternoon or this evening after we had swim, like the kids were like on the couch and I was like, I got to read my spicy hockey book. So like, y'all just like. <laughs> y'all just take care of yourselves, please. They're old enough now. Liam's six. He can, he can take care. I mean, they were literally yeah, like, Charlotte. Charlotte was laying on me and Liam was laying next to, like they were right here. Like I. Okay. No, Thank I God. literally send my kids into we. Yeah, we closed our garage in last summer or last. Maybe it's been longer than that, but like now it's our playroom, and I we I literally send my kids in there. I'm like, no, I'm mommy's on the couch reading. I need you to go play or in like our, do something. In our new house, we have a playroom with a door that shuts. In our current house, Rachel's been here. Our playroom and family room and dining room and kitchen are like one space. Yeah, um, like one just everyone's on top of each other but in the new house there's doors and i'm like Ooh, the doors it's my are time really it's my time yeah. to shut a door yeah. and not look at the mess um <laughs> okay my reading is our ride to forever by julie olivia have you read any of the honeywood series okay no. they're fantastic really great they're like it's a theme park world which i don't know why i love a theme park world so much but like i just love parents, a theme park I do too. Lauren Asher did the theme park thing, right? Yes, Lauren Asher yeah. did the theme park. So this is kind of similar. Is that the terms um, and conditions? All of that. That's the I terms so. and conditions. I haven't world. read them yet. I haven't. Yeah. So, so this awful. is the 
no, those are fantastic, but this is a different theme park. But we do stay in a theme park. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I read so many theme parks. Apparently, that's a thing, a theme park romance. But it's a marriage of convenience. And they're, like, kind of friends. They're, like, in the same friend group. They, like, rotate around each other. And they don't tell their friends that they're married, which I'm just, like, really am about that. Um, it's got great – Neely and I were talking about this yesterday – great anxiety and mental health health rep um, for him so he's yeah. like the one going through the anxiety and I feel like you don't see that as much mm-hmm. of like the man doing we, it we um, love representation in books yeah we, yeah so I was really I really liked that and then he's also like this is not my words I'm going to sound ridiculous but the thing that <laughs> people call people he's a short king is short a term king. oh that, my god we call um, yeah. my brother-in-law that Okay, so I didn't know this was a thing that people are called, but it is, yeah. and I'm okay with that. I feel like Brian's kind of a short king. He's like, I don't know, how short is short king? Oh, my brother-in-law's maybe five six. Okay, that's short. If Brian's he's like five, five seven, he's gonna kill me. Okay, yeah, like <laughs> Andrew's five. Andrew's like five ten. So okay, so I don't know, maybe that's average king, but <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't know, but in this book, she is taller than him, <laughs> so he's short. I don't know. They're average. It's fine. They're not Carter Beckett. When I was in eighth grade, I had a boyfriend that was a hair shorter than me. He just hadn't like hit puberty yet. Well, that it's fine. I think he's probably oh, see, still I'm short. See, I'm only though. five one, so I just never run into this issue. I know I'm five three, so I don't run into the issue. Either. Oh, okay, I'm five seven, so um, it's yeah, a hard life being. Although one of my good friends. <laughs> Like my my, I like to call her my spicy book sister in kindergarten mom world. Um, she's very tall, but her husband is also very tall. Hi, Christy. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we are gonna get we're gonna get into it now. Um, mm-hmm. And okay, so our first question is really easy. It's just tell us about yourself, where you're from, how you got into writing. Tell us your story. Oh God, I hate talking about myself so much. You can give us like the Cliff Notes version if you want. <laughs> I don't want to tell us. Oh God. Okay. Um, you didn't want the interview questions beforehand, so no, we, we could have prepped. No, because I would have thought about this all day. <laughs> how I am. Um, I would have been like, "What do I tell them about myself? Do I make a story? How do I make this? Sound <laughs> I make up a story." <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, I'm a kindergarten teacher. I'm not teaching right now, so I haven't, I went on mat leave at the end of the school year in 2021, and I've not returned. Hopefully, I won't have to. Guys, buy her books. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Buy the books. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I love teaching kindergarten. It's fun. Kids are crazy and wild and funny. But and we um, both have kindergartners. So we, we yeah, that. we each have a kindergartner. So yeah. Feel it. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but I just, okay. So my, uh, like you guys read, my brother passed away in 2018. Um, and I like my mental health just kind of spiraled and, as it does Mm -hmm. and um I had like a ton of anxiety and everything and it I mean it took me a good year and a half to even get to the point of this but I was like I gotta do something because I'm just like I felt like my brain was kind of just like wasting away Mm -hmm. because I was doing nothing I'm I'm typically not like a tv kind of person I was really really like outdoorsy and I used to work out a lot and um 
I was just watching TV 24 seven pretty much. So I started reading again, like I told you guys at the end of 2019 and I just loved it so much. And I was kind of like, I feel like I could do this. I really loved writing um, in school, like as a young kid, like elementary school. And I actually won like a couple of like meaningless because it was elementary school, but I won a couple like of awards, like when I was graduating and that kind of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And well, I always thank my grade eight teacher (laughs) in my announcements because she, like, I remember graduating from grade eight and I won this award and she was like I think that like you're gonna be an author one day and like oh. that sticks in my head yeah um so it's great to have teachers like that number one but yeah I just kind of so I I just started reading like again like in December 2019 and honestly in January I just sat down and opened my laptop and started writing um and it's it's just wild to me like it just I don't know it felt really natural and it just poured out of me it was like three weeks and I had and I was googling like how long is a book like how many words is a book because I was like how much have I written here yeah and um I realized I was like okay well this is the first sign that I was going to be an author who wrote way too much is that I googled it and I was at the length of the god Goblet of Fire, and I was like, okay, so I need to split this book into two books. <laughs> well, I personally, I love it. if I'm enjoying a book, like your both of your books, like I don't want them to end. So, like, yeah, yeah, feel free to write them longer. Yeah. I'm totally I think I remember when that. when I recommended Consider Me to Neely, I was like, okay, this book is really long, and you're going to look at it, and you're going to be like, this is really long, but it does not. Well, feel so the thing is, is, I read books on my Kindle, so I have no idea how long they are. I mean, it could be 900 pages and I'm never going to know because I don't look at the length of a book. You got that Um, percentage down in the corner. like Yeah, but I don't really like pay attention to like, I mean, it's all relative to me. Like I don't, I'm enjoying it. Exactly. If I'm not enjoying it, then I'm looking at the percentage. I never look, I only look at the percentage if I'm like sad and worried it's about to end. Yeah. Like, or like, sounds like me. Like, the conflict isn't wrapped up yet, and you're telling me I only have 2% left. So, am I going to get Have you read The Idea of You? No. Don't. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's one of my, no, no, no. It's like one of my favorite books, but that's a book where I was telling Rachel, I was like, you see that there's 10% left, and you're like, thank God they're going to wrap this up, and then it just ends. And you're like, <laughs> what? Is there a book two or no? No. No. But, but you'd, know. if you read it, you'd, it's, it's, I, I can't say more. Just, it's my, a good one. My pet peeve as a writer is when the conflict is resolved and then the next chapter is the epilogue oh. or something. Like, I just, like, I need, like, a moment of, like, yeah, happiness of them together. We've talked about our we... love of epilogues, which until I started reading spicy books, for some reason, I didn't know I needed epilogues in my life. And then I think back to books yeah. I read that didn't have them or had, like, very short epilogues, like, two page epilogues and I'm like no no I need to like understand where my characters are and how happy they are and that they're like settled and have kids and like a mortgage and stuff like I need like the whole I need to know that they're in it I'm one of those people that needs bonus chapters if I love these characters 
update me every six months yeah. on what is going on with like, their I home. literally want to read a chapter about them sitting around their house. And it makes me thing. more excited when I get to the end of a book and they're like, if you want a bonus chapter, sign up for my email. I'm like, done. <laughs> the I'm amount of done. emails that I've signed up for is <laughs> stupid. Like, I know. I will. All the newsletters you get. Don't care. Just tell me, tell me there's more chapters. I will. Yeah. Sign me up for every, you can sell my email. I don't care. Yeah, um, I don't so care. what gave you the idea for Consider Me? Um. Okay. So I, like I read Helena's Puck series and I was obsessed. Like it was so good. I didn't know like hockey, like I was in my own world. I knew nothing about Instagram or anything like that. There was this whole community of book readers and so I just like loved that there was books on hockey players because who doesn't, I don't know, want to picture themselves dating a really rich, really attractive, really large yeah. man. And not so I much dating, also, just like fucking them. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I didn't want to come right out and say it. But, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can say it. <laughs> We're here for it. We, yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is a safe space. <laughs> It is. It's just, we just talk about fucking. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, yeah. I I also, like, I love hockey. I played hockey. Um, my brothers played competitively. My husband played competitively. My husband still plays. Not competitively. He just plays in beer league. But <laughs> so you have a real-life Carter Beckett in your house? Is that what you're well, telling me? Well, I mean, it's so funny because... When I was writing Consider Me, he was like, I know that he's based off of me. And I was like, Carter Beckett has an eight pack. He's not based off of you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but <laughs> he's the perfect specimen of man. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. but he's just, he's everything. I agree. I agree. So I don't know. I just, um, I know I loved hockey. I loved this series based on hockey players. And I was like, I can do this because I know hockey. I understand it. So it's going to be at least accurate. It's not going to be like something that I need to be Googling every five minutes because people yeah. are like, will you write a football romance? And I'm like, I don't know anything about football. Yeah. So no, I will not. Um, and yeah. Okay, so I just went for it, and I was like, I, at the time, I was, like, huge on the um, playboy who gets, like, the his ways back in his face. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. like, I wanted him to get turned down, and I was so huge on that, like, a one who has to work for it, yeah. and then who just, like, becomes this, like, super fluffy golden retriever. Yeah. Um, but... Also, I felt like Carter was different because I don't know, like under, like, as I said, he's just this big fluffy dog underneath it all, but like, he really is so goofy. Like, I know we get like, we get all these alpha males and they're cocky and all that. And that's fun to see. I love seeing that, but I just loved writing like him being just such a goofball and like, there's the scene. So ostentatious. And yes. play with me when his, when Jenny is like doing her performance and he's videoing it. <laughs> That's like I don't know why like that scene in particular is like one of my favorite Carter scenes because it's not even his book. But I know I was like, going back and looking at my highlights from Play with Me and I was like, 
Um, many of these are Carter highlights. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> I have a, he's a just, problem. <laughs> he just loves his sister so much, and like yeah, maybe he it's, does. And I he just, loves like, hard. He does. He, he loves does. people. He loves so hard. There's a line in Play with Me actually where like Olivia is like he's bugging Olivia, and she's like, you know, like whatever. And he's like, why don't she you does. let me love you out loud? <laughs> yes! I think that's one of the ones like, I highlighted. I'm like, please yeah, let me love you out loud. And I was like, yes! He he's loves just like... people like, out loud. He's so, like, his, like, he's, I don't know. He's just, he loves his people so much. And it's not just, like, his family and stuff. It's his friends and everybody. And so I love that scene, too. And it's totally inspired by um, Regina George's mom. And that <laughs> girl, and that's like, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even but, think about that. But that's so he funny. He is totally <laughs> Regina's mom. That's hilarious. He is. He is. He's the cool mom. He um, is. I he is just such a, a sweet man. I have a scene in Unravel Me in Adam's book where um... <laughs> They're Tell talking me. about the- <laughs> yeah. what, what, what is it? Y'all, y'all can't see our faces, but we both just like popped up. Like, yes, give us the give us the. There, there's actually there's a ton. I I love like I could write scenes just between these guys for forever because I mean, yes. so but um it like makes me sad that they're not real people because I just want to like find I, them and I hang know, out with I them. I just said this to somebody the other day. I was like, it, like I forget that I made them up in my head and then I'm like oh cool you did that and then I'm like oh man they're not real people that we can hang out with I like to think that they exist somewhere in this world but I'm sure um, I mean surely in all of the hockey leagues there must be a Carter Beckett there must okay but I need to know about the scene from around need to know (laughs) they're just like the guys are talking about being like uh wifey material and stuff and like they're saying that just to piss Carter off that he's not wifey material and he's like I'm so wifey material and he like gets up and storms upstairs and then he comes down like 45 minutes later and he's wearing this like apron um <laughs> and <laughs> he's just got like a tray of fr- fresh baked cookies and I stuff like in cannot <laughs> wait like this is gonna be a thing that when this book comes out I will probably be in the middle of reading something else and I'll be like I'm sorry I'm gonna drop it back to you <laughs> yeah <You're> gonna- <laughs> yeah and I've done that with like with like certain like sequels or just like continuations in a series where I'm like, I'll come back to you later. Yeah. But I have to read this now. Um, okay, so I'm, before I'm so nervous that you guys are like gonna hate it. Not you guys specifically, but that it's just gonna be so such a letdown because this guy, like everybody wants this guy's story, and I'm like Oh, the pressure is just like so much. You know, I feel like though, like loyal readers, and this is maybe this is just me, um, and probably Rachel, and probably everyone, but um, (laughs) loyal readers, I feel like, especially for an author or for a series, are just so excited to get more of the story. Yeah, like I don't think you can like fuck it up. Like, um, well, and also like, I'll find a way. Okay, don't test. Okay, listen. Yeah, I feel like you could literally put out three lines. Like you could put out a chapter about like Adam walks into a room and is just amazingly handsome. The yeah. end, and everybody in the world there would, would be, be seventy like, two hundred TikToks about it in five minutes. Absolutely, <laughs> like like they'll be like, "This is a Nobel Peace Prize worthy material." Like so something just, I've told Rachel before is before I read a book, I 
search it on TikTok and I have to see the aesthetic of the book. It's like a thing I have where I like, now that I know that exists, I can't read a book without watching 500 TikToks about it first. And because like, they don't really give anything away, but I just like need to know that it's going to be my vibe because if it's not going to be my vibe, I don't want to be disappointed. And you kind of have people (laughs) in your head too, like who you're picturing while you're reading. And I have read... I, I like watched the TikToks about Consider Me and Play With Me. I read them and I still just watch them because I miss it so much. <laughs> I and I just like, talking. like earlier today, I was like, I'm just going to like watch some. It was like 45 minutes. I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like my whole day so went away from me. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before the, and the, there's a, there's a TikTok too about this, but your chapter titles are they give me life so i need to know nobody does chapter titles anymore so why did you do chapter titles like what okay i don't know they're the best it's funny because i actually when i when i originally wrote consider me there was no chapter titles um but i so i shared the first four books that i wrote i shared them on wattpad because mm-hmm. I was like just trying to see if my books were good, if people enjoyed them. Hold on, stuff. is there more somewhere on a Wattpad? No, I took them all down. Damn it! <laughs> all right, fine. got yeah. all excited Sorry. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Wattpad is really damaging for your mental health. Okay, just trust mm. me on this. Yeah, but anyways, ch- chapter titles were like a thing there, and I don't know why. Um, I, I mean, I probably just don't get the Wattpad world because I think I was like ancient there. It's a lot of young writers and young readers, um, but they were a thing there. So when I wrote Play With Me on Wattpad, it was before I released Consider Me and I started doing chapter titles there. And um, then I, when I, I, yeah, and because I mean the play with me chapter titles are unhinged. Like the concerning right. ones are are great, whatever, but the play with me ones are unhinged. Um, so I rewrote. I ended up rewriting. Considering what's like, one of them like an explosion of dildos or something, or it's raining, it's like raining dildos. raining dildos. Yes, yeah. I was like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for this. I like chapter four. There were times <laughs> when I was reading it and I was laughing out loud, and Andrew would like kind of look at me, and I'm like, I'm just reading my book, and he's like, yeah, I'm just reading about laughing. Laughing. You wouldn't get it, okay? I was like, yeah. I don't know. Like I was doing that in bed last night. I was reading a book and I was laughing out loud, and he like was trying to go to sleep, and I think I was annoying him. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So the chapter titles, you know, give us life. But did you know when you first started writing this, that writing Consider Me, that it was going to be a series? Like, did you know you obviously had this kind of like found family going, but. Yeah. So, no. That's why everyone always gets mad at me when I say like any type of announcement where I list like the books in the series and people see that Kara and Emmett are at the end because they're like unless you're giving me their like origin story i don't want it because i, I don't want to be very like, concerned about kara and emmett's book i'm very concerned i so it's saw and i don't know how accurate this is um this might have been on tiktok where somebody posted like they found your pinterest boards and it was like all these pinterest boards of future books and i was like is it real is it not is someone just messing with me 
No, I think I made a Pinterest board post. There was like that a, a period there where like the trend was like oh, this book. Yes. I'm very so late I, to TikTok. So it was on I'm, Instagram. I'm, I don't oh. TikTok at all. My, I like, I pay someone to make my TikToks. I like, I was about to be like, teach me, me your ways. TikTok, you messaged me on TikTok and it was pure chance that I happened to be on. It was like that day. App. I was like, shit, she responded yeah. quick. I be, I'm never like never ever. And I feel like an ass because I like, if I go to my notifications, I'll be like tagged in 20 videos a day. And I, I'm just never on it because I don't do my TikTok. I don't like TikTok because I often accidentally stumble upon like negativity mm. on TikTok. And then yeah. like, I'm really bad. I have bad quite with literally that. never so, seen anything negative about your books, but um, well, maybe TikTok only feeds me really positive things because I feel like Instagram in good. general is like kind of a mental health suck. So I social like social media in general is mm-hmm. I feel like. well, and it's hard because like so I'm my full time job is that I am an influencer. I hate calling myself that, but I've done it for 14 years, <laughs> and um, I say all the time, if I didn't do this for work, I would have no social media because it's so bad yeah. for your mental health. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh god, yeah, it's so bad for your mental health. Yeah, and it's so yeah. bad that like people pick up their phones first thing in the morning. Like it's just Honestly, I read something. God, I... Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. on. I read something the other day and it was like, you shouldn't pick up your phone first thing in the morning because you wouldn't allow 50 people to walk into your bedroom first thing in the morning. And I was like, whoa, like nobody's ever said it to me like that. Like it's really like, if you think about it, like you wouldn't open your eyes and immediately let like a hundred people come in your space. Like you have to be like, you got to give yourself a minute. It's like sad in general. If you take a minute to really think about it, because sometimes we'll be like lounging on the couch you know on a weekend and like all of a sudden I look around and like I've been on my phone for god knows how long and my husband's on his phone and like my son's like just doing whatever and I'm like oh my mm-hmm. god we're not even present like we're the same way and, it, and it's yeah you know, we have to be like really conscious about it because like especially like in the evenings like my kids come home from school and they're tired and so like we let them have their tablets to like watch a show or something and I have to like be really cognizant of being like okay you have 30 minutes and then yeah. we're gonna not mm-hmm. have yeah. screens except today when I wanted to read my spicy book yeah, and I was I mean, like no rules everybody gets screens for it that you really need it yeah yeah so were any of the but, characters though based on people you know no I mean, so not your husband he's never <laughs> been what's that your husband thinks that he's Carter no I would say like honestly the most like I don't base anybody off of anybody in all honesty maybe I don't know I don't know why I know people do that but maybe my people around me aren't like no I don't even want to say interesting I have a very interesting family so this, that wouldn't even be accurate but um I don't know honestly the most like based, based off of anything is myself like I think I put a little bit of myself into all of my um female hold on guys one second do y'all hear an echo I do now yeah oh shit hold on what about now no no it's better now I think it's my fault I think it's because I took the headphones off I couldn't get the other headphones connected and then it took off the original sound for musicians listen we're all good now (laughs) well okay 
we'll get there. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. that's it, really. I don't base. I don't know. I don't base them off of anybody else in my life, but just yeah. I put definitely put a lot of myself into the characters. Yeah. So you put yeah. you you put we were talking about your Pinterest board of like what's mm-hmm. who's coming next in the series. How do you yeah. decide which? How do you, how did you decide the order that it was going to go in? Okay. So, and I mean, a couple of minutes ago, you asked me if I knew it was going to be a series or I planned it to be a series. So that kind of goes with that because when I first wrote the story, it was just supposed to be like a Carter and Olivia and that was it. And um, I had no idea where this story was even going when I started writing it. Um, and then I was like, I love these characters so much. So they all need their own stories. And but that's why Kara and Emmett were already written together. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have done that that way. Obviously. So but, what's? Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. What? Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I told Rachel this, but like I don't know if I was just like unsure. But months ago, before I ever read your books, I had play with me on my Kindle, not consider me, and I was like, I'm gonna start this book, and had no idea that it was like in a series, and like. Mm-hmm. Well, you really do have to read Consider Me first because Play With Me picks up like immediately. Right. Following. Yeah. And so I'm like starting to read this book and I'm like, I feel like I've missed like <laughs> something. Like I, like I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, I'm going to come back to this because like. <laughs> and there's so many people. That's the thing. Like I struggle so much because people will say, can, can I read it on its own? And like like technically it's a standalone but the group is so no you like you like want to read them all together like you do not gonna get the like the full unless you read them and in order because i mean play with them obviously picks up literally at the moment yeah consider me and so if you have not read consider me and you're listening to this and you're like thinking about going into the series do not do what i did and decide you're just gonna start with play with me and be confused for 10 minutes and then be like fuck it and yeah then i went back and i was like oh okay especially because it was in a wedding it was at like at the wedding so all of the main characters are there so it probably wouldn't have been so bad if i had started it at a different point and you weren't meeting all of them at once but it was like literally they're all sitting right here Mm-hmm. And now I've got to explain them all. I'll ask your next question. Wait, okay, I think this is a fun one. What was the hardest scene to write in both books? Like, what was the hardest part of Consider Me and the hardest part of Play With Me to write? Uh, okay. Okay, they're hard, like, emotionally. But at the same time, they're, like, my easiest scenes to write. So I don't know if this is, like, how, like, the answer you're looking for. Because they're really, like taxing emotionally and like Mm -hmm. hard that way but the emotional scenes I feel like are where I thrive and it just like comes really easily to me with writing so actually this is probably not the answer you want at all then (laughs) no we just but it's hard on me because I'm like I need to like get this right I feel like I need to really like nail their emotions and stuff like that um and it's hard for me to go back and read and then be like wow I'm gonna break my readers hearts and stuff yeah but the scene that was the hardest for me to write and consider me 
hardest slash easiest was um, after Carter wins the Stanley Cup and um, he comes back to the house and Olivia is like, where have you been and stuff, right? And then she leaves. That was the hardest. That was the hardest for me to read. Yeah. Yeah. I had to put the book down twice. I was like, I'm scared. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It it was like really like because I think like, oh, man. And for me, it was really difficult because I wanted to like get across that. Like, I didn't want Olivia to jump to this place where she's like, you did something wrong. So I really wanted to show her being like, what happened? Are you okay? Right. And really pushing him to like give her answers. Yeah. Because like I feel like their book was really like just it was just like their development, like natural mm-hmm. development of this relationship where they're learning how to communicate with each other because yeah. she does not trust him at all. Yeah. For the, the like first And it's like she's just story. kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so they've gotten to this place where she finally like feels like really confident like in who she is and confident in her role as you know like carter's partner Mm -hmm. she's no longer feeling like self-conscious about like you know all these women who want him and everything so i really wanted to make sure that that showed in this scene but also like she had to get to this point where She's like, you're not giving me any answers. Yeah. So what else am I supposed and it's to think of? So this heartbreaking for point? him too, because it's like he has been working so hard to gain her trust and to prove that um, he can be the partner that she needs. And then you just see this like, and you see how devastated he is. Yes, exactly. And how he's just like, Ex- it's yeah, like almost harder for him in a mm-hmm. way. And it's. That's, I feel like that's hard to nail for a male character, but like yeah. what I really love about Carter is that he's not like afraid to show his emotions. No, yeah. he like, loves. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's quite an emotional guy. Like he's really in tune with his emotions. He's emotionally mature, I think. And he's just um, confident in himself. Like I love when he um, wears the shirt, the like, I love my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are gonna love the shirts he wears on Unravel Me. Like he has a hat that says support your local girl dads. I just um, like no, I can't. There, I there's a scene where Like surely this Carter, man exists for someone somewhere. If you're listening and you're married to Carter Beckett or you're dating him, congratulations. Like to have, congratulations. <laughs> and we would like, like to have to you perfect. we yeah. would like to have you and him on the podcast to discuss. <laughs> so email me. Um because I just like like every like I'm just obsessed with him like I don't even know what to say like I know I love him so There's much and I love thing. Garrett too I don't want this to sound like yeah we are also team two Garrett totally here. different like totally different men. Friend, like oh I really love Garrett but you know Carter whatever or vice versa I'm like these two you can't even compare them they're t- no. like two totally different characters and they and both love, love hard for what they are right yes. like and yeah. what I love about um, Garrett and Jenny so much, which, like, I think is, like, a really brilliant way to kind of introduce a couple is just with the foundation that they built together, like, yeah. before they were together. And it's, like, obviously you're reading it and you're, like, we know where this is going. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. we're not, you know, first timers here. But, like, it's just yeah. so sweet. And it's just, like, you watch him just, like, really care for her and 
yeah. like fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. But as like in a friendship, for it's just I love it. I I I love love a friends to lovers. Love it. I so I love consider me, but like I feel like it's a fairly like surface level kind of book. Like there are some deeper emotions and stuff, obviously. But play with me, and obviously like no characters are my favorite because I love them all for different reasons and. But, like, Play With Me hits me so differently. And story-wise, it's my favorite story of the two. Because I I do just feel like their story is so, like, pure. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, it's so sweet. Because you see this, like, evolution of them, like, both separately and together. Because, like, Garrett is just this nervous... Mm-hmm. disaster like he is a hot mess at the beginning of this book and you still get those points like here and there throughout it where he's like really nervous for whatever reason and he just kind of like shits the bed like just yeah everything goes to hell but yeah. um like it was just so fun to see him grow into this character where he's like really confident and i like obviously he's really confident in the bedroom and that was was one of the fun things to write is where he's really shy outside of it and then a totally different man inside. I love that though. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) But it was really like fun to see him be become so confident in what he could offer Jenny. Like as like like, she makes him confident too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. He like uh, he really affirms all of the things that she sees in him. I feel like they do this with each other, but she really does such yeah. a good job of affirming him, um, mm. which is, it, it, you it, you love to see him kind of come out of a shell and all the good things that they, the way they are together. And then he, he starts to have the confidence to do that it, just in life in general too. And something yeah. else that I really love about Play With Me, um, really just for Jenny personally, um, is the struggle she has with friendships and just like the struggle she has trusting people and letting people Mm -hmm. in and just like how people are to her, because I don't feel like you see it a lot. I feel like a lot of times, um, main characters like have these like really solid friend groups and just like these support systems, or at least they have like a best friend. And I mean, Jenny really just has like her family and she Mm -hmm. doesn't really have, you know, like, I mean, and I think that's why it's nice to see Jenny and Garrett come together because, like, they really become that support system for each other where she didn't have that because, I mean, the people that she's in school with are nasty. But, um, yeah, and she's got, like, big imposter syndrome, right? mm -hmm. Like, she's got Kara and Olivia, and they, like, love her so much but she in the back of her head thinks well they're only here because it's convenient because yeah yeah and like even when she my brother right when she talks about leaving um and going to teach and olivia just like breaks down and she's like yeah you you can't leave like i love you so much and i think jenny is like so taken aback by that because she's kind of like i kind of thought you just like kept me around because i'm your husband's sister and like And not yeah, that, she that they want her that. for her. And I feel like kind of yeah. like the evo- like that growing for Jenny, like her personal growth of like realizing that people want her for her, not want her for Carter. Um, yeah. Is really nice because I, again, like I feel like, I feel like seeing personal growth in books is so important. And some books yeah. really just don't have it. Like while some 
books, oh, I just told me my internet connection is unstable. That's always good. Um, when some books, uh, you know, will have like a fun story, you don't always see a lot of growth in characters. So yeah, yeah I appreciate that. Yeah, and you get both. Yeah. yeah, I love Jenny's growth and play with me. Like I just, I adore her so much. And it's funny because I was really nervous ahead of that, the release of play with me because I was like first of all everyone loves like the cocky like arrogant alpha male and while Garrett like has those moments he's really like not you know he's this like shy bumbling fool half the time mm-hmm. and I find it so endearing mm-hmm. um, but I was I worried that nobody else would because everybody loves those cocky men and and, but I feel like um, they're both nice for different reasons like you love you love the cocky player who like really is a cinnamon roll inside but you also love kind of you know the guy who's like quiet in the streets but a freak in the sheets um yes we love that too I really love anyone who's a freak in the sheets like I know I don't really even they can be anything on the outsiders (laughs) we want to hear about that Um, you guys are gonna love Adam (laughs) Oh my god, you keep telling us this and I'm like, okay, so on that note though, what does your family think about you writing spicy books with all this sex in it? I have so many different responses to this. First of all, my husband is like the most supportive person ever, but to a point that he's maybe too supportive, more than I'm comfortable. (laughs) Rachel and I both have very supportive husbands, so we we love that. My first book, which is now like you can't read it anywhere, it's like pulled down. Um, it was published with like a really small um publisher out in the UK. Um, and okay, like I was so excited, you know, like proud of myself and excited and stuff, but like didn't like so. This came out like I don't know, like eight months before consider me and um there is like some anal play in this book okay and rich yeah girl my husband when it releases sends the link to his entire family and i was like absolutely not too supportive too much too Too much yeah like my husband in in that respect keeps telling people about the podcast and i'm like listen um he's like my in-laws already like don't think i have a real job like when it comes to like the influencer world they're not listening to this so i can say like there's absolutely no way yeah um and i'm like please like don't tell them that now i have a podcast where i'm just talking about sex because that's like (laughs) all i need to hear from your mom yeah well okay so I my mom like when I grew up she had this giant book case and it was all like those old them blouse yeah, it's like a Fabio and riding on a horse and yeah yes. so like I knew she read smut yeah essentially although the old school smut but so when I started writing I was like can you read this like <laughs> tell me if it's any good which is like a really awkward thing to ask your mother to do but I at least knew that she read yeah. it and she like loved it I mean she's again probably like biased and lying she, to she, me yeah. 
No, she's they're totally she's right every you, absolutely one hundred percent. Yeah, she's read every book since. Um, yeah, and when I was like writing on Wattpad, she would follow along with my updates, and like every that. night she would get into bed on. I would update every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she'd get into bed on those days and like read the update and everything. Um, my dad and my stepmom they buy all of my paperbacks and my stepmom will like buy them in bulk and give them out to her friends that is so, so sweet my stepmom is a dean at a college so I'm like I just oh, I don't know how you I feel about like you sharing it with all your work friends but they have like a a group a book uh club Listen, so they've all read it is like it crosses all boundaries. It crosses. Yeah, I agree. You know, like Listen, everybody, maybe they don't talk about it, but they read it. I have yes. recommended books to my daughter's preschool teacher and to like other um, staff at her school. Um, hi, if you're listening. Um, I just realized <laughs> I said that out loud. It's fine. Um, everybody <laughs> reads it. Okay. It's like. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what movie it's in, but it's like, everybody does. Oh, it's Cruel Intentions, where she's like, everybody does it, but nobody talks about it. Um, and <laughs> we're, we're talking But it's about true. It. But yeah, but my point is, is like, everybody's reading the smut, okay? You just got to find, like, I was telling Rachel, yeah. you have to find your people. And you find, like, yes. at school, like, when you're meeting new moms at school, you'll find your people. Everybody's you doing people. it. Well, okay, it's funny, because after... Um, like I, I, so in Canada, kindergarten is a two-year program. Oh, so okay. I, and then I had, I would have like siblings and stuff after. So a lot of these parents I would like have for four years and I've become quite close with them to the point that like after their kids are gone off to grade one, um, we're following each other on Instagram and yeah. like becoming Facebook friends and stuff like that. So I actually had a handful of them read my books. <laughs> after I and I was that. like this is so weird because I taught your child kindergarten and now you're, you're like but I wasn't teaching my porn these books. words yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have like my grade seven and eight teacher she reads all my books like um but she's like no I read those kinds of books and it's funny because I went to catholic school um <laughs> oh yeah even yeah so my granny, when my first book was coming out, my gr- I'm by the way, like I'm bouncing, I'm on a yoga wall, so I'm just bouncing. <laughs> but my granny was so excited when she found out I was releasing a book. My granny's like the roughest person in the world. Like she's not one of those sweet grannies. Yeah, she like used to smoke like two packs a day kind of yeah. thing. So she like has that like gravelly voice and like she's. You know, you know that type of granny I'm talking about. Well, but, I feel so, like uh, my Mimi would love them too if she was still around because she loved her some Fifty Shades, and I feel like she okay, would love some Consider that's Me and Play my With granny. Me. So my granny is like, I want to buy it, and I'm like, Oh no, you can't read this. And she's like, Well, I loved Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, maybe she's you like, can read it. Five of them, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know there was five. Yeah. There's five. <laughs> And she's like, Grandpa read them too. I'm like, too much information. You're like, I don't need to know that. Not need to know that. <laughs> like, so, you had me at you read them. Yeah. So she she buys my books. She reads my books. She'll update me. It's so funny because she catches every spelling error, and she is sure to let me know. So she recently like got an iPhone. Like I don't know, two years ago maybe. 
So when she read my first book, there was supposed to be the word bowl and I accidentally put bowel and nobody caught it probably because it's a real word. So she texts me and she's like, you put bowel and it's supposed to be bowl. I'm like, okay, well, thanks. Like, well, no, like so, no like, just you need to know yeah she'll like call me after and be like I finished your book and like she'll give me the lowdown so I've got that on one side and then on my mom's side last Easter my sister-in-law asked my grandma have you read any of her books and my grandma just went like pitch red in the face and she was like like shaking her head so hard and she goes I tried to read the first one and then I was like Rebecca wrote this it was like the most embarrassing moment of my life because I was like you could have just said no I haven't or those books are for me or anything like Easter brunch and (laughs) that's so funny like it was so I was like I feel so awkward so I've got my granny on this side reading them, recommending them to her friends. My grandpa is apparently reading them. And then I've got my grandma on my mom's side who's freaking mortified. But at the same She's time... She's like, don't I, tell anybody that I'm your grandmother. Yeah, but at the same time, she told... She's telling me that she told this man that she was like... I, she does like accounting um she's retired but she'll like go into a couple businesses and do their accounting like at tax time kind of thing right mm-hmm. and so the one man who owned this business she's telling him <laughs> about it I'm like you're so mortified you're still like telling them about it which I guess she's is so nice proud. she's proud yeah. she's proud like so tell me the name of the second one um because I'm going to tell him about it. She follows me on Facebook. First of all, she followed me on Instagram and I had to block. But because my Instagram, like I share the dirtiest. Yes. Dirtiest reels there and teasers. And so I don't need her reading that if I already know how she feels about it. But she follows my Facebook account. And I remember her commenting on uh, like an excerpt from Play With Me being like, I really want to no, on an excerpt from unravel me and obviously like all the excerpts from unravel me are sweet and I think it was one that showed it was yes I shared it on my Instagram as well um Connor who is the main character female character's son is in the bath and Adam's like handling bath time and they're just being super cute they've got like bubble beards and stuff like that and so obviously my grandma comments on this one. I really want to read this one, Becca. I'm like, it's You're not, like, this all is not what the rest is. Yeah. yeah, like grandma, he takes her by the throat, slams her against the wall on the balcony, okay? Like Listen, I have to tell you I've never been more excited in my life because <laughs> one thing, like I didn't realize this was like a thing of mine, but I love a single like a guy like being like a surrogate dad, like I've, like, read this a few times recently, and I'm, like, I didn't realize that, like, this was, like, a thing for me. Yes, I agree. I I think it's because, like, I've never intentionally, like, sought it out, but every time I've read it, it's been, like, a continuation of a story, so it's, or it's been, like, a second or third book in a series, so I'm already, like, I'm already in, and so I'm, like, all right, I'm gonna read this, and I'm, like, I love this so much, but on that note, I also love Throwdown Against Walls and Hands on Throats. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I love the combo we've got going on here. Uh, yeah. the, the dichotomy 
of it. But we're also just excited for Adam to get his happy ending because I, I mean, know that if, man deserves nothing more. If anybody deserves a happy ending, it's Adam. Um, yeah. So, so you said that you haven't been teaching um, like since your son was born, but um, mm. were you writing before that? And was it hard kind of like balancing that life as an author and a teacher? And did anything like pop up like, writing these books that are not so safe for work? <laughs> um, so, okay, it was actually really easy because, I mean, I was so, I would write out my lunches. I was just obsessed with writing my stories. Like, I would bring my my laptop, and as soon as the bell rang, I would have it open and writing on my lunches. But I was, because I had no kids, and my husband at the time was like big into playing xbox with his friends on his you know headset mm -hmm. and so i would come home and set up my laptop at the dining room table and i would be there until i went to bed like i would like the moment i got home to the moment i went to bed so i was just like so obsessed with it i couldn't stop writing so it was really easy and then so this was in 2020 like i started in january 2020 and then in March, they closed the schools down because of COVID. So and um, at the time, we didn't have to teach online because it was like new and not in our contracts. Yeah. So all I did every day <laughs> was um, I would like make up a, like a quick lesson for the day and I'd go on our classroom Instagram account and I'd post the lesson and I'd be done in 10 minutes like I'd post That's a lesson right. and then I'd fuck off for the rest yeah. of the day be like I'm gonna go right about yeah I did I would go I would swimming take my dog up against hike. the wall <laughs> <laughs> no I would take my dog for a hike she was so happy because I was home all the time and like I don't know why but always when I was hiking I would get like so many ideas it's like, like being in the shower food. though like it's like yes it's like yeah. you're in the shower and you're like oh man head. yeah and so I would, I, I remember like, I'd be like racing back to my car to get my phone so I could type down the idea before I forgot it. Um, so I had like, I, I kid you not, I had like 10 books plotted by the end of March and I had just started in January. I had finished writing. So the first book I wrote when I told you I the length of the Goblet of Fire so I had to split it into two and then I kept writing because the story was not done so I was like I have to actually split this into three books but I never wrote the third book and this book has not seen the light of day yet but I wrote those first two books then I wrote um, the first draft, draft of my book Love You Wild um, which is the one that was published and is now off mm -hmm. then I wrote the first draft of Consider Me and then I wrote the first draft of Finding Home which is a baseball book which I'm hoping to get out this summer so I wrote all of those by April like the end of April oh my god obviously they were not great because I like used the word frantically 1700 times <laughs> in every manuscript because I was like how else do you describe somebody doing something frantically Being like frantic. I didn't know how to like it was everybody was batting their lashes and smirking at each other and doing like shoulder pops and stuff but, um, it, it was so easy for me like I really like kind of discovered it at the perfect time and COVID was like 
everything I needed for my mental health, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like yeah. everything being canceled was perfect for me, especially yes. as like, an introvert who doesn't. Oh, I say it all the time. If my husband and I talk about it, if COVID had happened, like when we were living in our apartment and like didn't have kids yet, like I would have been thriving. Like I yeah. would have been, first of all, I would have been in the best shape of my life. Cause I probably would have gone on like 10 mile walks every day just to like be yeah. outside. Like I would have been yes. thriving, but that wasn't my journey. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm really glad that it was good for your mental health. I actually like, didn't, oh, because- I did not have a huge problem with COVID, um, personally, cause yeah. I am a huge introvert and I like being home and inside with my people. Exactly. That's me as um, well. I didn't so have to like, come up with excuses to not go somewhere. No. Um, and then it was great because for like a really long time, your excuse to be like, oh, you're not vaccinated. Like, yeah, I have to just stay here. What's funny. I wish I had discovered all of these books during COVID because I would have like I really been living my right? best life. Instead, I was watching yeah. shit like Tiger King. Okay, so you talked about how I did watch Tiger King. I okay, I didn't watch Tiger King. That co- that you might be not, the only person that check, I did not check that off my COVID bingo. Um, but I'm I'm kind of upset. First of all, I want to read everything you write. I don't care if it's shit. So I'm kind of obsessed with hearing about these ideas that you had. But is there an idea that you've had that, and maybe it's one of the ones that you've already kind of like gotten the story out, but it will like never never see the light, of, see day. The light of day. It's not gonna happen. Uh, or is it a never say never kind of thing? Like, I feel like it's mostly never say never because if I, I fall in love with all of my ideas, so I think I would find a way to make it work. I have this like one and I'm like, how do I make it work? Um, because it's supposed to be like, I don't know. Can I tell you guys what the mm-hmm. idea is? Can you? I don't know. <laughs> it's supposed to be like two guys who are like overseas together they meet overseas and become like best friends and the guy the one guy is engaged and um they come back and they become and he gets married whatever but like the guy who becomes his best friend is kind of like always has a thing for his now best friend's wife and they're all just like really close yeah so I don't know how to make it work it's 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 supposed to be an emotional read and the reason that I don't know Rachel's not gonna read it I will I will read it (laughs) because you read it but also (laughs) no it's not like there's it's not supposed to be any cheating or anything like that I, I would never could never but um is it like in love actually where he's just a obsessed with her and like hold signs outside and he's like to me you are perfect but never acts on it well he like oh it's i guess no 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 it's not okay good because you want to know what movie i hate is love actually i hate that movie so much it's honestly (laughs) you know what there couldn't be a more problematic movie so long i can't even like it is watch it now i used to like idolize that movie and watching it as an 38 year old in 2023 um it is so problematic it's so bad yeah. every every single storyline is problematic like there's not one storyline in that movie that would be made today like okay, there's so sorry go back firemen i'm just now okay I'm, now I'm it's, about a, it. it's an emotional story so basically he's always had feelings for her since he met her and then she like 
from her perspective you could see that she does as well but she's like fighting to admit it but her and her husband don't have any issues and she's very much in love with him and they have actually a fantastic relationship which is why she doesn't like want so to admit that like a also situation no. okay so i had two trains of thoughts for this story because i was like this girl has a sex dream and like it's her husband below her and she's on top and stuff but then she hears the best friend's voice over her shoulder and turns around and realizes she's yeah having sex with both of them yeah and so it's supposed to be a sex dream and then her in the morning she wakes up and her husband like just reads her very well and sorry the best friend moves in with them temporarily because his girlfriend basically is like now i'm with her i'm getting it like i'm done with this we're not going anywhere you don't want to get married kind of thing so yeah yeah so then um her husband like reads her very well so he's like i like you had a sex dream and he guesses it's about the best friend kind of thing Mm. and so i i i went two ways with this story and i didn't know how to do it i went this direction where he was okay with it and then they had a threesome Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I don't know if I, like, if people will like that or not. Like, I know there are people who would love that. But the story ends up, this is, like, a big spoiler, but it happens right near the beginning of the story, is that the husband passes away in a fire. Okay, so that was what was going to be my thing. Yeah. Like, is it, somebody's going to have to die, right? Yes. Because there's work. no other way and to it, do it yeah. with it without yeah, it being like, messy. That would be like explained in the blurb or whatever. You would know you were getting into yeah. that kind of thing, but because it's a, it winds up being an emotional read. I don't know if the threesome actually fits or not. Or but just, like, does it just live in the sex dream? Mm-hmm. It would, I mean, I'd love to write it. I'm not gonna lie. I've like yeah. planned I'm out how the whole thing would like actually come to fruition, mm-hmm. and I really love it, but. I don't know, like, anyways, I don't know. I just whacked my wine glass. But, no um, but like, when the firefighter is, like, passing, like, he knows he's not going to make it and he's talking to his best friend and he, like, basically is, like, I know that you're in love with her and I know that she has feelings for you, too, and I, like, need you to take care of her kind of thing. So he's, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I would okay. write that one. That's the only one that I would say maybe doesn't happen but i feel like i would find a way to make it happen i need it to happen it just may not yeah. be the way that i want it to happen yeah well, well you heard next it here question first. oh sir <laughs> you heard it here first and we're in if she writes it i'll read yeah. it <laughs> copywriting that idea okay nobody steal it so <laughs> completely switching gears to a lighter a lighter question what is your snack and beverage of choice when you're writing um i love chocolate so much it's not even funny like and okay i am one of those people who gets nursing cravings way worse than i got pregnancy cravings my pre and my pregnancy cravings are bad they're not good (laughs) but when i'm nursing it's like amplified to like a thousand it's so bad so i am like okay do you guys have caramel bars in the states i don't think so so. if we do correct us people but um i don't know i've never heard of them okay so obviously it's just like milk chocolate squares with caramel in them but 
we, so we have the bars, but then we have in like bite-sized things, it's like bigger pieces, but they're mm-hmm. bite-sized. Um, but the chocolate is like much thicker because the candy bar itself is like quite thin. And then the caramel inside is really thick as well. It's two totally different snacks. It has to be that. I have to eat that, not the actual chocolate bar. And I'm obsessed with them. And um, I also like really love spicy Doritos. And I normally have to have both of them in the house at the same time because I'll have like a couple pieces of the chocolate. And then I'm like, okay, now I need something. So are you talking about nacho cheese Dorito or are you talking about like Cool Ranch Doritos? No. So like like Doritos, but they have, it's called spicy Doritos. Okay. I haven't so, had a Dorito in a I don't know minute, what that is either. But oh I God. used to it's really like dark, be into Cool Ranch Doritos in the day. I love Cool Ranch, and I was so into those when I was, like, younger, like a teenager. The combo of, for me was Cool Ranch Doritos and Dr. Pepper. Oh, my God. It's like I an ambi- like That's a very Texan snack. It's like a really Texan snack. Yeah. Um, but it was the best. Dr. Pepper I, was one of my favorites growing up. Um when I got to go to the Dr. Pepper factory, it was like one of the greatest days of my life. It's only a couple hours from <laughs> Dallas. So, um, yeah. I went to the Ben and Jerry's factory once. <gasps> that would be exciting. That's also one of my favorite snacks, actually, is half-baked well, Ben and Oh, I feel like I love snacks having. make an appearance frequently. Oreos. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. And so everyone assumes I'm obsessed with Oreos. And I'm like, I definitely like Oreos. Like, I definitely enjoy them. But, like, I don't know. One it's of my favorite because... lines of Consider Me is when he sees that she's eating Oreos. And like, this woman's my fucking soulmate. Yeah, I <laughs> Damn it's Oreo. Like, I know. And it's like, it's just like a cute little, like, it is. nothing moment. But, like. I, I just love it. Like it's, I it's like the cute the little nothing moment. I know. So. so do I. Which is why I think if you if you are somebody who genuinely enjoys my stories despite them being long, I think you have to be somebody who enjoys the cute little moments since that's what makes my books. Yeah. But I so would rather have those little things. a long book with lots of cute moments than a short book that just like doesn't feel like I well, know get the invested into mm-hmm. the, the into the people and if you don't have yeah. the mo- those like, real life moments then you're not well, if it goes invested. like conflict to conflict to conflict and then the ending like how you never get to see them happy and how yeah. do you know how they actually work if together you like them as a couple yeah yeah so what is um or who rather is one author that you would love to meet like that you're just like a huge fan of Honestly, Helena Hunting, I have to say, just because she just, I feel like she really just. I haven't read any of her books, Confession. We were talking you know about what? They're mostly. What's that? Yeah, you were telling me about her yesterday. Yeah, I was telling you about So I read one of her, one of my. So the first time that I really like saw sex on the page was one of her, it was The Good Luck Charm mm-hmm. by her. And I loved it and was like, what is, I, I don't know what this is. I've never seen anything like this. And it's just, it was so good. That's how I felt about her. Like, I was like, I feel like she's who got me out of my, like the whole thing, right? Like she's the book I picked up when I was coming back into writing and she's like the person 
like I got hooked on and read, you know, like six books all of a sudden in like five days. And then I was like, I think I could do this. Yeah. Like she just like, I don't know. I just like, and she's really so kind as well. Like she's shared my releases. Like she's, I like, I asked a question publishing related in her Facebook group when I was really, really, really new to it. other Facebook group for aspiring authors and she did a couple of Facebook lives just for us where we could ask a whole bunch of questions and she was just like she's so helpful like I just think she's somebody who genuinely wants people to succeed she's not gatekeeping and I'm not saying like there are authors that are gatekeeping out there but I've never come across one that's just so openly like transparent yeah and like she just really wants to help and she wants people to succeed and it's not like she feels like because obviously she's well known for her hockey romance it's like she doesn't like I don't feel like I'm like encroaching on her like territory listen all I want is for there to be more hockey romance in the world I'm genuinely concerned I'm going to run out of them I'm like I have to write a second gen series on these people because I can't stop no please do I'm done and that's why so I added Jackson to play with me because I had like a random idea for a story and I was like no sorry I didn't have a random idea for story I was just like I don't want this series to end so I need to come up with a I need another person I need, yeah I need another person yeah. so I just in, like brought him in because I was like I I need to I, I don't know I need you'll this. have I'm to actually, create a flow chart I know his yeah. story is going to wind up being my favorite story mm-hmm. um, and we haven't even gotten to meet him yet I can't wait I'm so excited he was in, he was in front of me. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, yeah, in a broader like, sense. He's, yeah, yeah. He's not like, he's just not like, I don't know, like important. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, he just kind of comes in, you don't really get to know him. You don't, exactly. Yeah. And you see a lot more of him in Unraveling because obviously I'm setting yeah. him up for, I want yeah. readers to want his book because he's next. And when you um, put out who, who was coming next or how the series was going to go, I remember seeing him and being like, and I think I just read Consider Me at the time. I hadn't read Play With Me yet. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, this yeah. is a whole book about him and I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah. No, his story is like living in my head rent free every single day. I'm in my, uh, one of my friends who's like alpha reading uh, unravel me every single day I'm in her DMs going like okay but what if this happened in Jackson's story and like she'll send me a thing talking like I need this to happen for Jackson and I'm just like the story is like 85% written in my note app on my phone at this point like yeah I love that though so are you gonna yeah, I was going to ask about, um, we kind of talked a little bit about TikTok and how we like have mixed feelings about it, but what we, what is obvious is that like you'll, you have blown up on TikTok and book talk in particular, and like your books, uh, are all over it. So like, how has that impacted publishing your books? Um, hugely. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, I, like, I, I, as much as I hate TikTok, like, I owe so much of my success with publishing to TikTok. Uh, I was trying so hard to do my own stuff, and I suck at it. I, I'm not on trend. I feel like I'm too old. Like, I don't I feel know what the you. trends are. I have, and yeah. by the time I figure, yeah, I have that too. I feel that. I have, it takes me two hours just to make a single video the trend is over yeah. like nobody cares about it anymore but I remember like early June one of my videos getting like 200,000 views which I thought was so many and it was so many to me at the time but like yeah. they're from those 200,000 um, views and then in September so uh you know the book mm-hmm. icebreaker mm-hmm. by him so she's my good friend yeah she's one of my best friends and so she released at the end of august and she was using like a book talker to make her book talks and i was like do you mind if i would use her too because i don't want to do this anymore i'm not like i hate it and so i hired this person um her name is ellie she's just fabulous and she makes my TikToks every day. But I remember, like, it just, like, it gave me such consistent sales, which I was happy with. But I remember, like, two weeks in, one of the videos just, like, taking off. And my sales, like, quadrupled. Like, which and it... it off a video. Yeah, off of a single video. Yeah. Like, it just, like, they just, it, they went wild, and it was just mind-blowing, because you can really, like, you can see it happen. Like, you can log on to your reports and watch the day after a video takes off, your reports just, like, it's all in a bar graph. Well, even, just, like, like was... you mentioned Icebreaker, and I remember I might have gotten an arc of icebreaker on netgalley and i don't even or maybe i just like randomly saw it pop up like like right when it came out because i remember i read it like like right when it came out and i was like then like all of a sudden it was everywhere and i was like but like i really wasn't on tiktok as much then like i didn't i was really just like a viewer like i wasn't like making them and i really wasn't like didn't even understand tiktok and now i'm like oh my god like I feel like TikTok is like make it or break it for authors because it, it is because like you can I mean even like look at someone like Colleen Hoover who like was around for a long time and then someone on TikTok posted about her books and like she just like blew up out of nowhere from like just kind yeah. of like a regular author to like you know 15 books on the New York Times bestseller list and I just feel like especially for like spicy books i don't read other kind of books so perhaps this is the same for thrillers i think like for me um for spicy books like i just like every day i'm like well i have to read this and i have to read this and i have to read this and it's just like tbr that never it's like never ends and that's why i live in here like two lines from a tiktok video and you're like um what i need this Yes. And it's got the, like, aesthetic picture behind it, and... The people who make the, like, aesthetic of Consider Me, or, like, the... I'm, like, I, like, am in awe of people who can make, like... It's so time-consuming. 
going on Pinterest and finding all these pictures and stuff it's that was like the worst part for me I was like it's just so time consuming but especially for you when it's taking away from writing time I mean you you yeah I mean I'm a big believer just like being in the influencer world and like hiring out for the things that like are not fun for you like I am not somebody who like is good at making like graphics and collages and I'm not somebody who's like good with um with making TikToks like I do monthly recaps of all the books I've read and my virtual assistant makes them for me I literally send her like these are the books I read this is what I rated them do something creative because like I just like I like I I don't know how to do it and like you said Mm -hmm. like the amount of time I would spend on it like it's just like it's worth it for me to pay somebody to do it yeah and have it done um because it's just like wild how long those things take it but like props to these younger gen zers who can do it because i and you know what like so my tiktoks have been like flat for the honestly since like mid-november and i think it's just like i've heard a lot of people on tiktok saying the same things like what's going on kind of thing but it's still so worth it because it gets me like out there consistently like I have a video every day I think consistency is key in it like I think it is too like just be present on the apps and stuff right and I also like other people sharing stuff like I remember with consider me um I had on Instagram Aviva I don't know if you guys follow like Aviva's library she read consider me and shared it on her instagram and at the time she was i think like nobody had more followers than her who read my book yeah and she had like something like 30 or forty thousand followers and she just she did like a story on it and it was like several stories because she talked so much about my book and she was like if you take you know one recommendation from me this year let it be this book yeah and my sales went crazy so like like it it's it's like your stuff like making sure you're present on these apps and making content and pushing it out there but also people liking your books and like taking a few minutes to make a video or to just say to like put it out to their readers hey i read this book and i loved it like yeah. it's wild what what like other people can do for your career and I feel like the whole book talk bookstagram community in general from what I've seen I mean there's always those outliers but like from what I've seen is just super supportive Mm -hmm. it does seem very supportive you know I'm sure there's 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 always the people but you get you get just a lot of just like really supportive people who want to support either like other bookstagrammers or authors or whatever it is um and it's it's been a really cool community to kind of for a while watch from the outside and then be like wait I can like post about and talk about these books that I'm reading and and uh, I think like you know for me being able like I've loved that about it because like it's like who else do you talk to right in your life if you don't have like a lot of friends that are big readers or something like that and like finding a community of other people who read the same books as you and like the same books as you and want to talk about the same things like just from like a reader's perspective is really lovely that's what I was going to say was I think a lot of us are like introverts mm-hmm. and it's, so it's really 
it's really cool to see like you see so many people like becoming like genuinely like best friends on this app and then you follow their relationship kind of like in their Instagram stories and stuff like that and then they're like oh my god I'm so excited like countdown to this and I'm finally meeting this person in public and I'm like I don't even know you like in person I'm so happy for you guys like it's just so neat like it really is such a tight-knit community and like supportive and it's just super cool to see because yeah like it's funny I always say to my friends like my friend is like my one friend is in the states it's all my writing friends right I found my people and reading and my other friend is in England and the other one is in Ireland technically but backpacking all over the world right now so like I like and I do obviously have friends but like none of it's not the same it's you know what I mean yes so it's fun that like this little community just I don't know it's it's become such an important piece of everyone's lives here's my dog (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we wanted to kind of wrap it up by doing a rapid fire, this or that, okay? And you just have to, you're going to be, you might be mad about some of these. But you have to answer, like, it's it's like not even thinking. I'm not just being Carter or Garrett, so don't even ask Oh, well, that was our, that was our first question, so you know what? Okay, I will tell you right off the bat. Is it like choosing your children? It is, but I'll tell you that. Carter would be so fun for the weekend, and then I would want to send him. He's yeah. a lot. Somebody that I could. Yeah, he's like a hyper, like a hyper like a dog, puppy, like a like a, like a, like a new that puppy. Line and consider me where he's like, I'm like a dog, and Olivia's like annoying and untrained, and he's like, no, like really cute and <laughs> lovable, and I require a lot of attention, and that is exactly him. Yeah. So, like, I would love to spend, like, a weekend with him, and then I want to send him home. He's, like, sending, like, your kids off to your grand- uh-huh. grandparents. Yes. Uh-huh. And all that. Yeah. But I could spend forever with Garrett. He would not annoy me. I feel like that's so a good one. I, I promise. I answer. I don't know. I promise <laughs> our. Answer. We'll allow that answer. I feel like <laughs> our, our other ones are easier. So, our next one is okay. enemies to lovers or friends to lovers. this is supposed to be rapid fire but I'm not good at rapid fire because (laughs) friends to lovers is tricky for me it has to be done right I'm sorry and then I'm gonna say enemies to lovers but I also hate when it says enemies to lovers and then they're like not actually enemies I don't know 10% in and they're yeah yeah okay okay all right (laughs) my non-answer sorry all right Neely you do the next one and then I'm gonna do the last two Okay, romantic comedy or romantic drama? Romantic comedy. Yeah. Obviously. It's raining dildos is my chapter. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. Yeah. It just makes it so much fun. It does. I love it. Romantic comedy drama. How how about that? Romantic Romantic dramedy. A romantic dramedy. I get it. Yeah. Okay, a third act breakup or no third act breakup? I like a third act breakup. Sue me. I'm sorry. Wow. Controversial. Okay. I don't mind it if it's done well. I don't. We've talked about this too. I don't like it when it's like 
a really obnoxious miscommunication. Like, yeah. if it's something that helps the characters, like, like growth. I don't <laughs> even feel like that. I think like, I hated it. I hated it so much. No, I feel more just like, like, almost kind of like in no, the college romances. Like, just like one where you're like, oh, Jesus, if you had been three years older, this would have never happened. Like, I know. I know what you mean. That. Um, I, but I and if, the, if there's like groveling if there needs to be groveling the groveling needs to be done right like mm-hmm. i yeah. i don't know i personally like a third act breakup i like a groveling where you're like holding a boom box over your head outside someone's house but yes. that's just me projecting yes. one of my favorite movies okay Rachel, <laughs> okay last one. all right blindfolds like carter and ollie or toys like Gary. why choose i mean Fair. Fair. We'll allow it because same. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why choose? You can have. You yeah, can have both. Choose. Listen, guys. Yeah, I was just I reading in a book about vibrating cock rings. Okay, like there's just like a lot. You don't have to choose. You can do it all. No, there is something for everyone, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of variety out there. I know. Who knew? Yeah, the things I mean, that I've had to Google since I started being <laughs> smut, and finally, and like. I- incognito window like i probably should have been like I are you googling Google this. yeah google and it then on your things phone pop up and i'm like oh, oh yeah on no. my phone the oh, things phone. i google as a romance author <laughs> yeah i like, mean that should be, that's a whole thing of itself is like things i google while i'm writing my next book <laughs> That, that would, would be, be a funny. fun series to do, like a TikTok on. You, yeah. she's like, hold on, let me write that down in my notes. To <laughs> yeah, send, great to idea, send to my girl. <laughs> let me send that to my have, TikTok girl. I have a notepad going of the books you guys were talking about already, <laughs> and we'll, we'll put all we'll do all the books in the show notes. Yes, we anything yeah, we talk time. about, we'll put in the show notes. Um, yeah. so but also in the show notes, notes, and we also want you to say it. Um, whore yourself out for us. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um. Tell them, tell them anything. This is your time to shine. I don't like to shine. <laughs> but you do. But where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, which my Instagram is BeccaMac.off. Um, I don't know what my TikTok is. I think it's the same, <laughs> the same or some variation of it. It might just be Becca.Mac. Um, and my website is beccamac.com. And, and her books yeah, are Consider have, Me and Play With Me. Yeah. And I have a Facebook reader group too, which is super Wait, what? Fun. Yeah. I didn't know that. What's it's it called? It's called um, Becca's Book Babes because I didn't know what else to call it. I love that. Well, I'm joining it right now. I was like, we're joining right now. That's what's happening. Oh, I should have done Becca's Viper's Den or something like that. Yeah. Hold on. There's questions I have to answer. I'll have to do that when we're not doing this. You don't I... have to. I'll, I'll accept you anyways. Okay. I know you're not a robot. I mean, I also, like, I have to. I admin our kindergarten Facebook group, and we get some wild people trying to join that group. I'm like, this is a kindergarten Facebook. There's nothing exciting here, okay? <laughs> not be here. Like, I promise you, you're not going to enjoy it. It's it's not fun. <laughs> um, well, and you can find us at Smut Show Podcast, and I am at Neelykins every which where. Except TikTok. Except TikTok, because I keep changing See, the name. As of now, I'm at Books and Bar, B-A-R-R-E. 
One day, one day it'll be Neelykins on TikTok too. No, I, it won't be because I created that account a long time ago and I can't figure out the password. <laughs> and then I'm at Rachel underscore M Lewis everywhere. And Becca, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and chatting Yay. with us about all the things. And we are just absolutely tickled that you did this. And like, yeah. I'm going to be on this high for like you made our week a year. Um, but thank you so much. And we will this see you guys so next fun. time.